Hello, I'm Bonnie Rabikoff. Welcome to In the Kitchen. Each week, we spend an hour in the kitchen of one of Kansas City's many celebrated chefs. We select a featured food product, prepare it, offer some cooking techniques, present it, pair it with a drink, and then spend some time behind the scenes chatting with a chef about his or her personal journey to this profession. In the Kitchen has a companion website. The web component is shot in high definition to offer high-end visuals for food products and preparation. So when you visit the website, you'll be able to retrieve the show segments or webisodes on demand. In the Kitchen can now be seen on educational TV channels in parts of the metro area every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For a list of show times, please visit our website, inthekitchenwithbonnie.com, and select the Coming Soon menu on our home page. We're also featured each month in Eating Well in Kansas City. This week, we are in the kitchen, I should say back in the kitchen, at Room 39 with executive chefs and owners, Ted Habiger and Andrew Sloan. We're going to prepare one of their signature dishes and a new one for me, veal sweetbreads, truffle bread pudding, and sautéed spinach with cognac peppercorn sauce. Gentlemen, thank you for inviting me back into your kitchen. Hi, Bonnie. (laughs) Hi, guys. Okay, Ted, let's begin with you. So what is the concept for Room 39? Room 39 is a, a serves seasonal American food, mm-hmm. and uh, we do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's unique. Which is very unique. Yep. You know, it's For a, a chef-driven restaurant. Right. Yes, it is. A lot of chefs okay. like to just work at night. But, uh, I understand. But I like, uh, I really love breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, and love coffee, and I like to start the day with, with good eggs and good bacon and get going. Okay, so seasonal. So I'm go- I know that the two of you have an ongoing working relationship with local growers and and local food product makers. That seems to drive the menu. How does that happen? Well, it, it it's it is all about relationships. Okay. It's uh you know, Andy and I receive phone calls um every week from every farmer mm-hmm. and or emails. Sometimes it's emails and that makes mm-hmm. it even easier. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh but we sit there and we talk about weather, we talk about what's growing, what's uh What's what's happening out there in different parts of the metro area, mm-hmm. from Desoto, Kansas, all the way up north to Lathrop, Missouri, to mm-hmm. Higginsville, Missouri, mm-hmm. and uh, we really get a feel for for what's happening in the soil itself, and uh, and then get that wonderful produce and bring it to the restaurant. Sort of that European where the chefs go to the market and whatever is fresh and seasonal is what you're going to find on the plate at the right. restaurant. Right. I mean, it really, it really doesn't. Well, it just, it just doesn't make sense to us to buy produce from California when we can get it here in Kansas City. There are obviously times where we can't get some of that right. product here in Kansas City. Uh, this past winter was kind of an anomaly. We did have several farmers deliver Wonderful. every week all Isn't winter long. It was amazing it was winter. <laughs> yeah. So you were you were able to carry it through over the winter, but the goal or the vision is about the foods of the area, right? And so it obviously it reduces the carbon footprint and the taste of the food, and I'm told the nutritional value when it's that fresh is incomparable. Well, I have to I, I get so excited when <laughs> when we get something new for the season, like, uh-huh. for instance, asparagus. When asparagus first uh-huh. hits. 
which just happened to me uh, an hour ago. An hour ago. Yeah, we're, my, we're catching my, you at a moment of excitement here. <laughs> one, of, one of my farmers calls, and, and he's like, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm coming this afternoon, and I just looked up my asparagus, and it's popping up. Yeah. I was like, I'll take everything you got, okay. you know? I mean, it's... And, and, and then that will go on the menu right away, and, uh, you know, I'm very excited for that. Okay, so that... I, I guess that is... The food itself, the ingredients themselves, is an inspiration. And since we do celebrate all four seasons here in Kansas City, it always feels like it's new. That's right. And fresh. All right. right. So what was your journey? I first remember you at Cafe Allegro. And it was so memorable, the experience was. (laughs) I said to the server, who is the chef? And then I learned you were leaving with a promise to return. (laughs) So tell me about your journey. Well, you know, it's interesting. Before, before I even started at Cafe Allegro, it was a, I was at a, I was going to be an investment banker, ah, and that was my goal while I was in college. I was a finance major, and I had a really hard time making it to class, and so my, <laughs> my grades were suffering. A cue, <laughs> and uh, a cue, and I remember coming home. Um, I was in school in Texas, and I came home for a break or something. In my junior year, so this was late, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I ran into a uh, my tennis coach from high school, who mm-hmm. was my best friend's mom, and and she uh, we had a long discussion, and she told me to follow my bliss, oh, and I, love that. I didn't really know what that meant, not then, you know? and uh, I thought I knew, you know, and so I went back to school and decided I was going to be a teacher, okay. uh, and and quickly um, graduated. I had to graduate on time; I couldn't afford to be there much longer, mm-hmm. and. Became a teacher for a couple of years, and that was fun and everything, but it still wasn't quite wasn't my calling. Well, I should tell you, you you are a teacher. <laughs> Maybe not <laughs> yeah, in a classroom, I, I mean, but in a kitchen, and we see it, you, we you saw it use, in the... You do yeah. use those skills every yes. day. Um, but but I ended up uh, uh, in Niagara Falls, New York, of all places, teaching. Mm-hmm. And, and after a while, I decided to move home and mm-hmm. uh, got a job working at the 75th Street Brewery. And as yes. a server, just okay. to make some money, and so I could move on to California, Colorado, wherever but I. But you were in the front of the house, right. and yeah. I think having the experience in a variety of places within a restaurant only makes you better at what you do. I would agree. I would yes. agree. And and you know, Andy and I both. Uh, and Andy washed the... dishes. I know that, so he <laughs> knows that he has certain empathy for the dishwashers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Not> everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and in fact, we both work the front of the house now. Um, at least once a week, just to keep that, keep that kinda, fresh, Good. just to make sure that we're seeing what's happening out front and, yes. and, and getting used to meeting our customers and stuff. So from Cafe Allegro, mm-hmm. all right, moved in, got into the kitchen. Yep. You did leave Kansas City. Where I did. did you I go did. and, I, I, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I felt like I had kind of reached a point in my career where, where I was was sort of at the top of my game, but I had a lot more to learn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I decided to uh, to pick up and and move to New York City mm-hmm. and work for uh, uh, Danny Meyer's Union Square Cafe. You know, there. you had some great advice from Steve Cole, and that was yeah. you don't have to go in there as executive chef; right. just go to the best place you can go. You know, and and that's something that uh, a lot of a lot of young cooks think is that the, is that they once they get that sous chef role or chef role, then they need mm-hmm. to stay at that level. Mm-hmm. And uh, the problem is, is that when you're at that level, there's no one teaching you. And so he told me, I, I went into his office before I left for New York, and I was like, okay, what's, what should my plan be? And he, and he said, well, you need to make a list of the, uh, the top 10 places that you would give your life to work at. And I, 
you know, so I instinctively just kind of went to the Zagat survey or something and mm-hmm, started looking mm-hmm. up the best restaurants and uh, went out there and trailed at uh, a few different places um, and found, uh, I walked into Union Square Cafe at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon thinking the place was going to be empty. So there, hmm, and, not and so was, much. And it was packed. Yes. It had been raining outside, so I just looked like at this wet dog at the front door <laughs> with, with a semi-damp uh, uh, resume <laughs> in my hand. And, uh, Something must have clicked. Well, and I, and I handed it to the guy at the front desk, and that guy at the front desk happened to be Danny Meyer. Oh, um, was so, the right person? Yeah, it was the right person to, to give it to, and, and uh, he looked at it, and something caught his eye. I guess it was Cafe Lager. He was uh, probably familiar with it. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's from St. Louis, and so uh, you know he's very familiar with a lot of things going on in Missouri. And um, he told me that they would call me by that evening and just set up a time where I could come down and try out. and. By the time I got home that that night, uh, phone call had happened. I had a phone call. Okay, and, and uh, came in and tried out the next day. You mentioned that it had soul. The restaurant it really had did soul, it, and what a, what a huge uh, observation! And you brought that soul is part of you. That's why you had that match. You brought it back to Kansas City. Nine Eleven played a role in returning here. Yeah, didn't it? It, that happened too. So I I got out there pre nine eleven. Um, was out there in April of that year and uh, kind of moved all over the place. My sister put me up on her couch for a while. Mm-hmm. I found a couple of different apartments down on the Lower East Side uh, and then ended up back in uh, uh, on the Upper East Side when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And um, people were trying to get in touch with me all day. I oh, was my man. day off. Yeah. I had gotten home at 5 o'clock in the morning, so I was still asleep when it all happened. I woke <sighs> up. Towers were gone. Yeah. Uh, but I also got a phone call from my future wife, Jackie, that, that morning. And, um, and she, uh, you know, we, it, it, that we were sort of reconnecting at the moment, uh, before this happened, but once nine 11 happened, it, it reminded us of how short life is and, and that it's time to, to see each other again. And, mm-hmm. and it just so happened that Andy got married two weeks later. It was on the 23rd. Nine eleven really was. A- <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and so I, I flew back on the 20th on, on a, uh, on a plane with six other people, you know, there was no yeah. one flying yeah. at the time yeah. Yeah. and, um, got to go to Andy's wedding with, uh, uh, with my future wife and there you I kind of kickstarted things and she moved out to New York with me. Okay. And then you returned because your wife told you she was not carrying a stroller down <laughs> in a subway and you said you were coming home and, and we're so glad exactly. that you did. Exactly. So your buddy, Andy, mm-hmm. your buddy, Andy, you called each other and the career began the partnership That's between right. the two of you began first as a catering company how did you end up with room 39 from catering well we we were working on a project for uh, um, f- to put a restaurant into the city market mm-hmm. and while we were on our way down there uh, to sign our lease we, we kind of looked at each other I think we were on the highway on 71 highway or something and and uh, we we looked at each other and we're like, do we want to do this? Is City Market the right place for us? And I love the City Market, but it wasn't the right place for us. You, you know, if all of us would remember to just listen to that little yeah. voice inside of us, that intuition is so powerful. So we're glad you did. We, we're glad you found Room 39 yeah. and brought us this wonderful seasonal eating. When we come back, we are going to talk some more with Andy, and then we're going to start preparing our signature dish again. My first, veal sweetbreads, truffle bread pudding, and sautéed spinach with a cognac peppercorn sauce in the kitchen at Room 39. 